you know, we're going to pop in for Mondays. I know we even go in the five minutes has passed. I just want everybody, I want to ask everybody a question. What do y'all think judgment is when it comes to relationship? Like, how do y'all define being judged? So, Darrell, Jasmine, or... Jessica. You could all answer the question. I could even respond, you know, to other people's com other people's um, responses within the chat. So Jessica said, "I feel like being judged is a starting point for a deeper conversation." Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I would say that's a, a yeah. that's definitely a great summary of what judgment does. <clears throat> you know, we'll good time for everybody else, and then we'll we'll dive in because I do like the way you position that response. Jasmine says, "Being judged is based on the criteria of who of who you said you are, what you bring to the relationship, what you agree to within the relationship, and what overall you'll be held accountable for." Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll just wait for Darrell. Well, while we wait, will everybody, is everybody in a comfortable place to become panelists if they have to be? Who will want to be? You raise your hand and then we'll know. So we'll just bring you on at the time. We could just bring you on this time. Jasmine says she won't be a panelist today. Okay. Darrell says being judged is the standard or accountability you are being held to. And Jessica said she won't because she's still, Joey's still awake. Okay. So that's smooth. I mean, it don't, I mean we're still going to have the discussion. We appreciate y'all for showing up. You know, we're trying to have, oh, Darrell. Darrell. <laughs> yes, yes, man. So when it's time, we'll we'll make sure we bring you on. We'll have a discussion with you as well. But let's just set it off. I mean, in our society, a lot of us are quick to say, you know, we don't want to be judged or don't judge me and don't, you know, don't make a determination based on an action. But when we look at the people that are saying this, usually people that are, you know, breaking a promise. They're usually the people that's breaking the law, breaking a promise, breaking, they're breaking something that was already bonded, an agreement that was bonded together. And, you know, the judgment, like Jessica said, starts a deeper discussion. Like Jasmine said, is based on the criteria within the relationships you signed on for. So a lot of people are going into relationships not really setting the criteria. So when it is time to place judgment and, you know, let's be clear here, judgment just means making decisions based on information provided. Mm -hmm. So, or the agreement, the agreement that was, I mean, the fact that two people came to agreement, two or more people came to agreement. So they're honoring those agreements 
and you're being judged based on those agreements. Anytime you break those agreements, obviously a, dis a discussion needs to be had and you know, you can possibly lose your relationship due to it. So you go in the relationship understanding that you signed on to actually honor an agreement between two or more people. Well, it's also to just going outside of who you say you are. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be, you're being judged based on who you say you are. And if you go outside of that, then a discussion is going to take place or someone's going to call you out on it because it goes outside of the person that you presented or the person that you say you are, the person that you want to be. Those are all, you all make judgment calls when it comes to that as well. Definitely. I mean, we make judgment calls in, in, in picking the people that's in our lives. Yeah, it starts with that, actually. You got to really question, have you ever had an ex? So when it leaves your mouth, you're like, don't judge me. But you, when you had an ex or you have an ex-friend, you know, they're not your friends anymore. And that was based on a judgment call. Yeah. So when you're the person that obviously is letting the person go, obviously saying, I got to distance myself from you, it's okay. But typically when we're the ones that the person is distancing themselves from, now we want to guilt them into actually sticking around. And we have to have sound arguments. We have to make sure that we honor and we're humble and we go wrong. And a lot of people just, you know, use the cliche and the, they shortcut it and like, don't judge me. I mean, what do y'all think about that? I mean, have you ever been in, in relationships where, or have you ever been to people that's asking somebody not to judge you? Or, or withhold information because you don't want someone to judge you. Oh, definitely. I think that's... that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah, that's good. Have you ever held back just because you feared the judgment that will come with you? I have. Definitely. Jessica said I have. Darrell said, yep. What were some of the reasons y'all... Yeah. What were some of the reasons that y'all decided to hold back? It's 11 minutes in. Darrell, instead of typing, we'll just bring you on. And Jessica and Jasmine, Jasmine. I can type. So Darrell, you on. So, so you're in real time. When I say real time, I just mean on camera. <laughs> So go ahead. What what were some of the reasons you you know you ran you ran from that judgment? Well, I mean, you know, in a previous relationship, you did something you know it was wrong or whatever the case may be, and you in a new relationship and you don't want to open up to the person because you know deep down inside that person's going to judge you for what happened before, so you try to hide it, and you know you don't want to be forthcoming. Go ahead. What, what, what? Sorry. Okay. But if you're going in a relationship fully who you are, mm -hmm. all the bruises and the bumps and the scars, and you're willing to have a long-term relationship with this person, whether it be a friend or a partner, why not give them everything it takes to make their determination? Because that's what judgment is. So I need to know your past. I need to know what you want in the future. And I need to know who you are presently. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that? Like, how do you handle that? 
now? Um, I mean, how I handle it now is uh, being forthcoming and, you know, letting the person who you're dating or you're talking to, you know, just, just be upfront about everything. Like, so I'll give you an example. Um, previously, so I have exes. I mean, you know, we have exes. And some exes, you know, I try to stay friends with. Like, like I try to, you know, be friends with. I try not to cut off that um, attachment. And, and sometimes it may have crossed the line. Uh, you, you know, it may have been disrespectful to the person that I'm with, um, not wanting to cut ties with the ex. But sometimes, you know, well, yeah, especially with right. sometimes it may have crossed the line. Uh, you, you know, it may have been disrespectful to the person that I'm with, um, not wanting to cut ties with the ex. But sometimes, you know, well, yeah, especially with right. sometimes it may have crossed the line. I hear I hear you double. Yeah, that was that was my fault. I'm sorry. So you you didn't want to you didn't want to be judged based on your old past relationships. Yeah. You didn't want to be judged like what what did you do in your past relationships that you felt you couldn't over you know because you obviously know starting all over you know that now you have a clean slate so you also know that as as we evolve, we get stronger, we get better, hopefully. I'm going to say, I can't even say people because we're all people, but the progressive people actually evolve and actually grow from each experience and actually now hopefully become better suited for the next person they're with, mm. right? So in doing that, do you, not, do you not say, listen, I messed up on this end. I did this wrong. I learned from this situation. I cheated. I lied. I did all these things and allowed a person to see all the things that you have done in your past in the human being you are today. Because admitting those things is giving them choice, allowing them to see if they want to go on with somebody who actually might have cheated on somebody or might have lied to somebody, the type of human being you are, and get some background on you just so they can make a sound decision to move forward with you. Because once you're looking at it like it's a like you're scared to be judged, right? But how we look at it is, it's an opportunity for a person to fully understand everything we come with. So the outside outsiders can't destroy who we are. So an ex can't come out of nowhere and give my new partner, you know, information that I haven't given my new partner. An old friend can't come in to my new friends and give them information I didn't already provide to my new friends. You know, I might've been a slime ball in my past. At the same time, if I gave them all the ammunition they need or all the quote unquote, you know, information they need to make a decision, then they made that determination and they understand who I, who I was and they understand who I want to be and they're presently seeing who I am. Yeah, the conversation is a lot different. The way that you, you tell your story of who you are, who you were, um, it, it really changes how you relay that story if you really truly are not that person anymore. So Jessica, let me see. I see Jessica, she wrote a comment. Yeah, I'm trying to get to it. So it was because she didn't want to overwhelm him. She wanted to see if they were compatible before giving all the details about her child. So, um, well, your child is a part of you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I understand you probably know better now, but at the end of the day, you got to understand all the details, everything, overwhelm them by all means. 
overwhelm them. Any any person that can't deal with who you are presently, they're not ready for who you're going to be later on. So, But that's true compatibility, actually, is by putting it all out there. Definitely. So we already, I mean, we... A lot of a lot of a lot of dating advice out there, and a lot of ways people always talk about entering relationships. That's you know mainstream, and everybody's doing it. Is you know hold back, put your best best foot forward, and hold back. And it's all to it's all for instant gratification. Mm-hmm. It's all to get in the door and have as many people in your house, or have as many people in your home, or as as many people as your at your bacon call, like. Let's be honest, we built a society on networking now. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's truly friends anymore and who's truly partners anymore. Everybody's using somebody or misusing people. To, to get what they want. Yeah, to call on them when they need them for their expertise. Now, let's be clear, when you do build a group, it is based on expertise. Like, if you're not needed in a group, you're going to feel overwhelmed or you're going to feel isolated or you're going to feel like you don't have a place. So we all are building a life with people that actually provide something for us. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we also should provide something for them. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a vehicle from one move to the next move to the next move. You know what I mean? We have some people on Facebook that's, you know, chiming in. Yeah, so Coco Hanna said there's always going to be judgment, whether it's a little or a lot. It's how the person will react to that judgment. Absolutely. Chi, Reese, in my <laughs> I hope I got that right. She agrees with that. And she also says give a person based on what, Darrell said, give the person a chance to decide how they want to respond versus assuming their response. Yeah, that's really important. We should put everything out there because if a person is truly a good match for you, then you should be able to put everything out there and they would be able to make a decision that makes sense for them and for, for, for the couple in general. So you never, want to, you never want to start off a relationship not giving, not putting everything on the table because you guys could be compatible and five of the 10 things, but you need the 10 in order to have, to have a solid foundation. And that's really important. So to Jessica, like with your son, like it doesn't matter um, how compatible you, compatible you guys are without your son. When you include your son, if you guys are not compatible, then all that time that you guys spent will go out the window because I highly doubt that you're going to date a man who's not going to accept what you have going on with your son. So it's really important. To, you don't want to scare anyone off, but the reality is that a lot of us have children we have things so we need to make sure that when we're connecting with people that they are okay with those things as well definitely i mean the old saying is pressure bust pipes <clears throat> and the re- really the people you want in your life is people that aren't broken by that pressure mm-hmm. so you know everybody runs from the test and everybody runs from the from all all that comes with that but at the end of the day you want people who can stand the test of time Mm-hmm. And can deal with the life and I'm not talking about I'm talking about life like cancer people passing away like things that happen that are out of control they're not pushing people away on purpose just going out cheating and mm-hmm. closing up and not really talking and being yeah. full of yourself and starting to drink and you know acquire addiction like those are those are things that are self-inflicted those are things that are selfish choices those are things where you believe, still believe, quote unquote, believe that you join friendships and you join relationships, um, romantic relationships, believing that you still should make choices based on what you want Mm -hmm. versus what's best for the group and what's best for the team. Mm -hmm. And that's what we, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us are taught that. Like, 
it's perpetuated, like get your own, get your own. But it's a lot of hurt. We're, we're raised by a lot of hurt people. And scared people. And, yeah, and like scared, they're scared for mm-hmm. our well-being. So they're giving us bad advice based on the fact that they're happily ever after they didn't work out or they're based on the fact that their quote unquote fantasy didn't work out. But understand we all live in this fantasy. We all make decisions and we all decide our existence. So based on who you have around you, your life is going to look completely different. Mm-hmm. I mean, based on who you let in your life, your life's going to look completely different. If you got a person who's always making poor decisions and always has drama in their life, I mean, you're going to have a life full of drama. You may you in a group full of people who protect their group, making sure that they don't they align, making sure that they make sound decisions, making sure that they always building and never destroying. Then you're gonna have you're gonna sit on top of a palace. So you can't. It's gonna be harder to relate to the common person, which I think all of us wanna be in that place. Where not saying we can't relate to the common person, but at the same time, if common if the commonality or the common common person is a person that loves drama and loves to stay in a, in a place where they're going in circles, then yeah, you don't want to relate to those people. They'll drain your relationship, they'll drain you, and you look back 20 years of it and realize you didn't get no no further because you hung around people who weren't willing to put in what you was willing to put in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Darrell, what you think of that? Yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying, and I definitely, I mean, I agree. You know, I definitely agree with what you guys are saying. I'm just listening and trying to take in my detail from you guys. I mean, I appreciate it. So I definitely agree with what you're saying. 100%. Definitely. So Jasmine. Well, she agreed with us about it being about what Jessica said. She said, because even being compatible, if he didn't want to be involved with your child, then it wouldn't last anyway. So she agrees with that. Um, Unfortunately, Jessica had to leave. um, But we'll catch Jessica another time. (laughs) Well, the one thing I did want to say is, I mean, so... I get what you mean and 100% get what you say when you say, you know what, you know, you should be forthcoming about your past, whatever the case may be. But I also get a person who'll be like, you know what, I want to bury that person because I'm not that person anymore. Like, I, like, I want to move forward and be a different person. So, therefore, I, I don't, I, I don't want to really reveal everything about my past because I want to move forward. So, I understand both sides of the spectrum, but, you know, those but are both- the f- but the first start of, of burying that person is to acknowledge that that person actually existed. And it starts with that. So you have to acknowledge that that person exists. You can't bury the person totally because that person is who you were. So to show true growth, you have to say, this is where I was before. This is where I am now. It's like weight loss. It's like in order for you to really determine if somebody lost weight, you wanted the before and after is what? I was 150 pounds, you know, two months ago. Now I'm 120. You know what I mean? Like you will still want to show the heavier person because you, you want to show what progress. So I think that that's what, when it comes to relationships or who you were before and the mistakes that you, you made in the past, you should still acknowledge it because that was, that would really tell another person. I know for, for a person like me or Aziz or, you know, I think it would show a person if you truly did grow from that situation. Because your, your, your mentality will be different. Your vocabulary will be different. The way you talk about that person will be different. You can say, this is who, I used to be a knucklehead and I did X, Y, and Z and I learned from that and you know, so on and so forth. And that shows who you are today. So I think that it's important. So burying it is not a sign to show that you, don't, you want to get rid of that person. Actually, that's a sign of immaturity. When you are mature and you really want to connect with people, you really take the time to express who you were so that everyone has a clear understanding of who you were and why you are the man you are today. 
Oh, let me just be clear. I wasn't saying that, you know, that's the approach I'm taking. Would um, you I was, use you as an example? So I did. That's fine. No, I mean, he said that he understands it. And mm -hmm. I mean, like, people mix up understanding and I agree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, we're talking about honoring agreement. So when you, we all take in information and we all understand where the person's coming from because we all been afraid. We all been scared of loss. We all been, we all been there. But really, who do you want? to go through life with courageous people. Yeah. So give your full story. Like I, I can tell my full story and I've been judged. I've been a kid doing a lot of criminal things. I've been a kid that's did wrong things. I've been a kid who, who stole from a fruit stand. I've been a kid, you know, like I'm gonna tell you exactly what you're getting into, but that's how I was when I was a kid. As a grown person, I see I frown upon all that. So I'm not gonna sit there and say, yo, cause I've been there, I understand I understand where you're coming from, but I'm not marching with you. Right, I think that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, based on where you're at, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not I'm not hanging out with my younger self. Right. You know what I mean? Because we're not in the same place. We're not progressing. Yeah, mm -hmm. now we can look at the man I became and we can go through all that. But really, right now, in the present time, you only can hang out with like minds and you leave your door open for the people who actually evolve and then they become like minded and then you add them to to the team. But you can't bring a virus in your in your set. Yeah. You bring that to everybody that you're around. So make sure you pick people that are, you know, are great. And it takes judgment to do mm -hmm. that. It takes sound judgment. It takes like the judgment everybody talks about and the judgment everybody mixes up is do we have the right to kill a person? Like mm -hmm. the extreme of it. Do we have the right to take a life? That's the extreme of it. But when it comes to our personal relationships, do we have the right to cut whoever we want off? Definitely. Do we have the right to decide who's in our lives, definitely. Do we have the right not to talk to family members? Definitely. We have all the rights in the world. You know what I mean? Who do you want to base your relationships on? Mm -hmm. What kind of relationships do you want? In yeah. You know, that's what you want to look at. So back to Facebook, Chi said that the past made you who you are today, so it's important to acknowledge your starting point. Yeah, we, we, we agree with that. And judgment is something just as simple as I could meet a guy and he sees me around my kid and he realizes that although I tell him the type of parent I am, when he sees me in action, he's not a fan. He makes a judgment call based on my parenting skills. He thinks that that's not something that he wants to sign up for. If we had a kid together, that's not, a, uh, that's not the way he would want to raise his kid, but he really likes me. But he makes a judgment call and he decides, you know what, I can't really mess with you because I don't like who you are as a parent, and that's okay. So how do you, okay, so I got a question about that, you know, so what if someone says only God can judge me? Or why are you judging me? How would you respond to that? I think that would be a myth. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I would have the same, I, I would say that in order for me, in order for us to connect, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make decisions on who you are, and that's a judgment call. So to say only God could judge me is just, I mean, I'm gonna say, who are you, Tupac? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm gonna say something, you know, to that extent and just say that it's silly for that person, for, for, for the person to think that that's not the reality because we all make judgments. Definitely, we have a relationship. And in relationships, like even if you bring God up, we have a relationship with God. God is judging us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So therefore we are made in God's image. So therefore we're gonna judge everybody who's not walking towards God. Still the same thing. Mm -hmm. Why are you walking with people who aren't walking towards God, who's holding you back? The whole point is you're putting people, to, you're, you're bringing people in your life to walk together, side by side. Now, the more somebody does something wrong and hurt the relationship, the, the more you're walking by yourself 
and them behind you. The distance is being created. So the thing is you wake up every day understanding who you're walking with. So if you know you're walking with people who walk fast, you're going to make sure you wake up understanding you need to be in great shape. Are you going to feel the pressure? Yeah, because they walk fast. You slip, they, they keep walking. Like that's a part of it. And you might have to run. You might have to increase your speed. But that's what being humble is. That's what being um, having humility is. It's understanding I went wrong. Understanding like I got to do better. So I got to put in more work to get back to even. Because I stole from these people. So judgment just allows you to take accountability. You know what I mean? The person's letting you know what they're going to stand for, what they're not going to stand for. So yeah, so when I'm to, to back to your question too, yeah, if I meet a person that said only God could judge me, it, it, it leads me to believe that that person doesn't want to be held accountable when it's convenient for them. Yeah, that, I mean, so that basically took the words out of my mouth because I've been in situations before where, you know, I think the whole group I'm with knows, know what's going on is wrong. And I may say, you know, we probably shouldn't do this or maybe, maybe you know, you know uh, we should move in this direction. And someone say, Yo, who are you, God? Like, only God can judge me. Like, something, like, something like that. Like, something to that nature. Yeah, I mean, we all, well, we already know that they use God as a defense at that point. Yeah. If only God can judge, how you know that God wouldn't judge you at this particular time? He probably is. How you know God is not using me to judge you? There's so many questions that can keep coming up. And mm -hmm. then it comes this big philosophy class. I'm just saying. You know that you can't walk down the line with that person at that particular time. So you make a judgment call. Mm -hmm. You decide what you're going to do. And if they decide to keep going in the same direction, then you just tell them, I can't go with you. I can't be on that journey with you. So, and then once they add that, they take away your voice. Yeah. But now you're going to feel uncomfortable saying the next thing to them. So they have all the words and you can't say much because you're always the judging person or the judgmental person. When you when you're around like minds, judgment is accepted. Yeah. Called constructive criticism. You know. What but I mean? that's what I was gonna say too. Like when I meet new people, that's one of the questions I do ask them is, when you think of judgment, what's the first what's the first thing that comes to mind? Because that's an indicator on how we're gonna connect. If they think that judgment is a negative thing, and believes that judgment that no one has the right to judge, then nine out of ten times we probably wouldn't have a strong connection. But if a person says, I look at judgment as constructive criticism, even though judgment, when you're doing something wrong or when you're doing something out of character and someone's putting you in your place or, or calling you out on something, it never feels good, right? But when it's all said and done, you do appreciate, that's what you, that's what you stand for, that's what you want. So you kind of fight through the, the emotion of it not feeling good to get the message. And those are the type of people that I want to be around and those are the conversations that I want to have with people because if they believe the total opposite, then we probably are never gonna, we're never gonna really be in a place where we're gonna have a strong, a, a strong foundation. Definitely. And like he said, like there's a difference between unhealthy and healthy counsel. Mm -hmm. so you know when, like healthy is like eat your vegetables. Yeah. In shape. All them things is hard to do. All them things are hard to maintain for a lifetime. You like, I wanna eat that what I want to eat. Mm -hmm. I want to, it's all we want to selfishly do. So we tend to now push people away based on what we want to selfishly do. But if we look in the mirror and say, we're pushing this person that's actually giving us great advice away. We got to really look in the mirror and see who we are as human beings. Mm 
Mm -hmm. When we're pushing, when somebody's like, do do the right thing, go back to your wife, apologize. You know, mm -hmm. you messed up. Put in that work. Don't think you're going to get in a month. It might take a year. But if that's the person you want to be with, get on your hands and knees and make it happen. Yeah. Somebody might say that's your friend. If that's your friend and that person's been, had your back for year, year after year after year, and now you decide based on feeling judged, feeling judged, they're acting all the time. They're acting in your best interest all the time. And you go for feeling, and then you tell them they, 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 they make you feel a certain way, then they, then they distance themselves based on the fact that you're trying to control them with how you feel versus what's actually happening. They're going to they're gonna create that distance. And that's, you're the healthy counsel. But unfortunately, the healthy counsel in a society that tells you it's okay to go out and drink and it's okay to, like, there's a lot of okays that aren't beneficial to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you go against that, obviously you become the rebel. Obviously you become the person that's going against the, the societal norms. Mm -hmm. Obviously they'll have a bunch of cheerleaders and you'll be staying alone, but it is healthy counsel. Mm -hmm. It's trying to get them to be the best they can be. And based mm -hmm. on, you know, what I see Jasmine just wrote, basically said why wouldn't why shouldn't you why wouldn't you want to be with somebody who held you accountable mm -hmm. i want you to be the best you mm -hmm. you know what i mean how can you grow otherwise yeah chi on facebook said the same thing when you're around like minds judgment is accepted she said the same thing she agrees with that as well so you you have to you have to look people in the face and like are we are we on the same page do we have the same because everybody says we need the honor we need to accept differences you understand what that means accepting differences Accepting differences, we got to coexist on this world together. What makes you my friend, and what makes you my partner, is because we have so much in common. Even our differences make us common. Yeah. Our differences allow us to advance. Mm -hmm. So if I don't do certain things well, but you do them well, we are different, but we have the same goal. So that them two things together helps us propel to that next, that next, that next um goal that next achievement you know if we want to go get a house together we both saving money we're on the same page you can't be saving money and i'm spending money yeah mm -hmm. so it's cute to say differences yeah we have to accept differences i don't want to see a guy who did wrong once in their life and they have to go to jail and pay for that that one time when they come out they they condemn for that one time of course we're going to have compassion we're going to have an understanding we're going to have a understanding of time served so you want to be a compassionate human being but at the same time you also might not walk with that person based on their past and that's your right you know what i'm saying so condemning a person as a person as a human being and condemning a person as a a, a, a person a person that should you have a personal relationship you have a personal relationship with excuse me is two different things Personal mm -hmm. relationship is a, a strong choice because these people affect you directly on a day-to-day. -day. They represent you directly on a day-to-day. -day. So everything they do, you do. Yeah. Everything they go out and do, people are going to look at you the same way. Mm -hmm. So we have to, you know, be clear on that understanding. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's It's, you know, people get so caught up in you know, especially when they're rejected and we make a decision not to deal with certain people, the first thing that they think of is, you know, who they think they are to judge us, you know? But we have a right if we don't really, if we don't have much in common or if we want to make the, or the, the one thing that we don't like about the person and we decide that we don't want to get any closer, that's okay. And I think that we, 
should all be a little bit more comfortable with that and understand that we're not going to connect on everything. We're not going to be friends with everyone. We're not going to be around everyone. You know what I mean? We're not going to just date anybody. And so that's okay. And when we, when we hear it, instead of thinking about how our ego is bruised and we may feel a way, just think about, you know, that person has choice and they didn't choose me and that's okay. And part two is if you really believe that that person is going to help you become a better person, you can help them become a better person and they possibly don't see it yet. You know, mm -hmm. like put in the work. It's okay yeah. to put in the work. Everybody's worrying about how, uh, how they are perceived, mm -hmm. like how they look. Oh, you look thirsty or you look like you're stressing this person or you look like a stalker. I'm like, at the end of the day, there is an approach like, yeah, stalking is a, it can be, it's a thin line. It can be. What do you mean? Yeah. That, that stalking no, is stalking. I mean, it could be a thin line with stalking to one person. This is not stalking to another person. I mean, there's but persistent and there's stalking. Yeah, there's consistent and there's stalking. There's persistent, persistence. Persistence, persistence. Yes. And stalking. There's two, like. They are two different things. But what I'm saying is they get blurred. Just like judgment gets blurred. So that's what I'm saying. It gets blurred. So like you hitting, you hitting homegirl's phone up, like trying to, you know, talk to keep, 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 keep don't shooting your shot, as they say, right? That's and being persistent. That's being persistent. We look at that as dude stalking. No, 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 no. Stalking is no, hold up. Stalking. You no, know stalking illegally is, is something else, right? But the point is. I didn't watch people. I didn't watch people show somebody their phone and say, "Look at this dude stalking me." I'm saying it, it's get, it gets used loosely. So what I'm saying is, there's a healthy way to look at it, and there's a there's an unhealthy way to look at it. That's all I'm saying. Like you act like you live in a, a society that uses definitions and has a clear understanding of these definitions. I, mean, I, think I, mean, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. I was just saying that stalking is like homeboy is texting, 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 and then he just happens to appear at your soul cycle class. Well, I'm, I'm like, with that's that. Stalking. <laughs> we all could agree on that. But at the end of the day, you act like everybody has a, a great understanding of stalking. It. I watch people hit, blow somebody else's phone up, and when somebody they don't like blow their phone up, they calling them a stalker, but they're not a stalker. Mm. Like, you act like we live in we live in a land absent of hypocrites. Yeah, you're right. So I'm just I'm just making sure we don't blur lines. I'm saying be persistent. Go after what you want. If you believe something's worth worth, worth it, then put in the work. Sometimes you you know rejection is rejection, but sometimes you gotta be persistent. I just wanted to put that out. But I, but I, yeah, but speaking you're of be judge for that, you're definitely gonna be judged for that. But you gotta be strong enough to accept that judgment. Yeah, and I think, but on the other end, I think when you have someone who's persistent and you're really not interested, the person on the other end needs to be honest as well. And I think that that's where it gets a little weird too, because you don't want the person on the other end doesn't want to hurt the other one's feelings, and they they see that they really do that the person likes you know the other person, and they don't want to come off as the bad guy. But really, if you tell someone, hey, I'm not really interested, and they still continue, then maybe that's an issue. But a lot of times, people continue to send those messages and and you know, send them things to their job or whatever the case may be, because they're not really drawing that line in the sand saying, hey, I'm not interested. Well, real quick. I, so, I mean, just to go back to, uh, because one of y'all said something about being hypocritical and as far as judgment. So, you know, you know, we have a right to judge whatever the case may be, but at the same time, the partner who, I mean, so I've been in situations before, so, so I guess I'm speaking from experience. 
where I'm judging, I'm holding the person accountable. But when that person, but when it's time for that other person to be held accountable, they got some like you know, you know, um, they got a problem with that. So if you if if you are judging and trying to hold your you know your partner accountable, it needs to be reciprocal. Yeah, like like you both need to be like you both need to understand that judgment comes both ways. It goes in and out. You guys have to be able to hold each other accountable, but at the same time, accept constructive criticism. But what would you consider accepting of constructive criticism? I mean, if a, so, you know, so to kind of go back to what you said, you know, if you and I have an agreement, right, and I break that agreement, okay, okay, I deserve to be judged. Like you need to hold me accountable. Definitely. So I guess I'm talking about accountability. If okay. if, if 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 I call my my uh, partner out, you know, the, the perception needs to be. I'm trying to hold you to a higher standard so we can get through this together. So basically what I'm just saying is if someone's judging me, holding me accountable, that person needs to be, uh, you know, be, be accepting and being held accountable too. I've been in plenty of situations before where it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily a two-way street. If I tried to hold this person accountable, it, it would be an argument as opposed to me accepting responsibility. You know, 99.9% of the time, I always try, if I'm wrong, and you hold me accountable, I try to say, you know what, I'm sorry. You know, I need to be better, whatever the case may be. But I've been in situations before where it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't the case with both parties. But what is the but what is the argument? The argument is how dare you hold me accountable, or they're arguing the thing that you're holding them accountable for. I feel like so, okay, so from my experience, the person I'm talking about, I mean, it was always if I'm being called out or if, or, or if I'm being held accountable, I have to look at myself in the mirror or, or, or look at myself and say, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm wrong or I could do this better, you know, you know, as opposed to trying to be argumentative, trying to go back and forth with whatever the case may be. Like, in my opinion, everything doesn't have to be an argument. You know what I'm saying? Things don't always have to be a debate. If wrong is wrong and right is right. So you're saying that when someone's calling you out on something, you can see exactly why they're calling you out on it. You acknowledge it. You see where you went wrong. You apologize. You move on. You're saying with other people at times, you call them out on it. They don't see why you call. They don't understand why you're calling them out. Right. So, yeah, kind of. So if so, I'm not going to sit up here and say whenever I was called out that I was always, you know, 100% receptive and, and I didn't try to talk about it and, and, and until I, you know, felt where they were coming from. Well, what I'm saying is I'm okay with being wrong. I'm okay with uncomfortability as long as it's respectful. If I'm wrong, let me know what's wrong. It doesn't have to be an argument. Okay. So, first off, an argument is anytime two people have conflicting beliefs. So, that's an argument. So, as soon as you call me out, I don't agree with you, we're going to argue. Like, that's healthy. That's actually healthy. Like, if... If they don't really see it from that point on, you got to be willing to put in that work. This is a relationship you're in for a lifetime. Like, you're going to argue. You're not going to see eye to eye in certain certain instances. And a part of that judgment, and when you are saying being hypocritical, the only way I would say they're being a hypocrite is if they expect you not to argue with them when they're calling you out and that you don't see it. Yeah, I was trying to get, get but when it's, when it's the practice of When it's the practice of holding each other accountable, don't believe just because you walked home and had this idea and then walked in the house and decided to bring up the idea, the person's like going to just accept it. Right. That's not how that works. You got to be willing to put in the, 
the go go through the back and forth, have the conflict, and see how y'all end up on the other end. Yeah. We we always have conflict. Conflict is a daily practice between two people with minds that obviously are not when we say like mind, it doesn't mean that you're not gonna be you're gonna be aligned on aligned. everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, everything doesn't have to be an argument. We can use broad things like that, but there's a lot of things that we do need to argue about. And holding people accountable is one of the things you know going in, you're gonna have to put in some type of work. Because cause if they seen it on their own, they would have just came to you. Yeah, that's it. So the fact that you called them out and they ain't they ain't come to you, they're gonna argue that because they don't see it. So in your mind, the relation like and it could be accurate. Yeah, 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 yeah. The reason why you're calling them out is on point and you got clear guidelines, you got clear understandings. That's cool. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that that might come with conflict. And that's where a lot of people are scared. But I'm glad that you touched on that too. Go ahead. I'm glad that you touched on the argument or the argument part of it because arguments, argue, arguments get a bad rap. When you argue, it gets a bad rap, right? Everyone wants to avoid them. It, it, it's never comfortable. Um, say that again. No, I say that's me all day long. Like, yeah, that every people want to avoid it. As soon as things get a little confrontational, they're like, I don't want to deal with this. You're too much for me right now. But in order for people to get on the same page, it's sometimes needed. And to what she said on, on, on Facebook, she's basically saying that as long as it's respectful. So that goes back to when you're even connecting with people, how communicating in a respectful way is a criteria. You know what I mean? It's something that you guys both agree to. So it's not going to be like you this, you know, being disrespectful, calling people out um, of their names and, and just saying being mean, like, like fighting dirty, like that's not what we're talking about. But having a disagreement and not being on the same page and, and it gets, and, and two people are passionate because they, they want to still continue to connect is okay. And I think that that was really good for you to bring up, Aziz, because that's one thing that people, a lot of people avoid is the argument. So I guess with me, and I'll give you like uh, a brief experience. Um, you know, person I was with before, uh, I guess I was afraid of the word argument. You understand what I'm saying? Be because in my opinion, there's, I guess, good and bad arguments. Some arguments are good. They're respectful. Tone mm -hmm. of voice is down. See, the thing is with me, and I guess this goes with me being the teacher, you know what I'm saying? If you screaming at me, like you're going to shut me all the way down. If I'm not screaming at you, why are you screaming at me? If I'm not yelling at you, why are you yelling at me? To me, that's not effective communication. Mm -hmm. if, I, if two adults should be able to sit down, have a, you know, have, a, have a disagreement or have an argument, whatever the case may be, but it's respectable. Even if I agree to disagree, you should be able to walk you know, away calmly and I can walk away calmly. You just I mean, that's where I'm coming from. I yeah, like hit the trigger for us. Yeah, agree to disagree. It's a problem, especially like so. I can't take somebody yelling at me. If you're yelling at me, there's nothing you're saying to me is registered. It's going in one ear and out the other. I'm not worrying about nothing. I'm I'm telling you, fix your tone. You're not going to come. You're not talking to me like that. That's just where I, I don't know. Oh, it's, uh, you go into a whole different space. Yeah, because it doesn't necessarily have to go there. Like, I could be raising my voice. I'm not yelling at you. I could be cursing. I'm not cursing at you. You know, there's a difference. And, you, and we know the difference. Yeah, I'm saying that there's, like, there's, just, there's just a lot of things in the dialogue. Let's look at this. When we talk about respect, like, we, we have, obviously, we have relationship building services, right? And our builders come to us, and we talk to them about spiritual work. 
Like try to stay away from spiritual words when you're having discussion. Be a lot, lot more direct. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about respect, respect is different to whoever's, whoever defines it the way they define it. That's what we mean by a spiritual word. So you're like, as long as it's respectful. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it's respectful to have a, have a hard discussion with somebody that's yelling at me if they're passionate. If they're not calling me out my name, they're not taken away from the argument, but they're very passionate about their point, I can hear everything they're saying. Why? Because I want to actually get to the other side. I want to actually make sense out of things. Mm-hmm. I want to actually resolve it. So that passion is what it takes because in the, midst of, in the midst of that passion, there's a lot of energy being burnt that needs to come out. Mm-hmm. So I still understand that that's, that's also a situation. So it's about having the listening skills. Mm-hmm. So and not what- get caught up in the tone, not get caught up in the, the volume, not get caught up in all of that because then you start arguing about, you got to start arguing about something other than what you were supposed to be arguing for anyway. Like it, 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 it distracts the argument. So here's, so here's what, okay, so here's my question, or, or I guess statement, like, all right, you guys are both very intelligent individuals, right? So my, so my thing is this, why can't we have a conversation without cursing? No matter how upset we are. We could have, no we, could. we could have so, a conversation without cursing, but when somebody's passionate about something, then you have an understanding that within the passion of a discussion, people are going to really, really have, because I'm a very calm person. Let's go with this. I'm very calm. And it comes off to other people as condescending. Mm-hmm. You can't win to lose. So like at the end of the day, who is the person, who's the person sitting in front of you is what you need to evaluate. If I'm talking to somebody who talks loud, speaks loud, and they always get their point across in a loud way, I'm going to look at who they are. Yeah, their intention. at what mm-hmm. I want and what I want them to be. I'm going to look mm-hmm. exactly who I'm in, who I'm looking at. And most people around me are very passionate people. So when we have a debate and we go back and forth, everybody hear us going back and forth. I don't care how intelligent we are. They hear us, the passion in our voice. They hear the, 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 the um, I'm, I'm, my brain is, my brain is, is going crazy right now, but. But they, they hear the passion, they hear, they hear the fight. That's what I yeah. mean, conviction in my tone. They have the conviction in the other person's tone. But we all are trying to find out where we can actually walk together. That's the overall. If that, if once that, once that is lost, that's when I'm now telling everybody we need to back up some. Because when we start losing focus of the destination, I think that's when the problem is. Has nothing to do with tone. Has nothing to do with me telling a person how they should act and how they should respond and how they. No, it has everything to do with what's the destination. Where are we trying to go? And that should be established in the beginning, just like Jasmine said. Everything should be. A lot of these discussions should be had in the beginning of every relationship. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They should be having had in every the beginning of every relationship. So when you have a situation, like you said, agree to disagree. That's when I said you can push the button. Because mm-hmm. agree to disagree leaves us on separate sides of the room. We could be yeah. walking into a parallel. It's like putting I'm a band-aid on the relationship. Until we agree. Meaning we're, we want to be on the same page. We want to walk side by side. And to do that, there's no agreeing to disagree. It's, it's, mm. okay. There's no, you, that means I just lost the energy to continue mm-hmm. to have a discussion with you. So I'm at, now I'm walking with you, but I'm not really fucking with you. On that, parti- on that particular issue. Yeah. On that I'm particular issue. Gonna, that- I'm never going to be rocking with you. Yeah. So like, when it comes to that particular issue, I'm falling back every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where the divide Our happens. Changed. Our relationship just changed right off of that because mm-hmm. we didn't want to put in the work to find common ground. Yeah. That's what it takes to make a relationship work. 
it's not about being a clone, but it is about being like-minded and it's about walking side by side. So it is about having the same destination. Mm -hmm. The whole key is to get there together. And I always give the analogy of a restaurant. If we all, but we want to eat together, me and you said we're going to go out to eat together, but we want different things. The point is to eat together. So you could want shrimp and I could want hamburgers and they don't sell, ha sell hamburgers at the shrimp spot you want to go to. They don't sell shrimp at the hamburger spot I want to go to. What are we going to do? We're, gonna, we're not going to agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. These are two different restaurants. We're going to figure out. Mm -hmm. find something that sells hamburger and shrimp, or we're going to find a, a meal we both want, and we're going to end up there. That's called compromise. Oh, all right. Okay. 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 All right. So that's what we always tell people. It's so easy. It's a very easy thing to be cliche. It's very easy to see the perspective of everybody that you come in contact with. Everybody that you come in contact with is not really about building healthy relationships. If normal, if healthy and normal were the same thing, mm. the world wouldn't need people like us. Yeah, absolutely. Those are two different things. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't need people that, that personal trainers. They wouldn't, they wouldn't need none of that stuff. What's the norm is not healthy. It's just normal. When norm is average, it's easy. Take it from somebody who got C's in school because it was easy. Like I could walk into class and just get them. So I was an average student, so I know what average people look like. You get what I'm saying? So let's be clear here. And that's me being accountable. You see, like I know when you saying this to me, that's the first thing I'm thinking, not of you right now, but I'm just saying in general with a person, it's like you're trying to give me an average, you're trying to give me an average response. You're trying to give me average dedication. You want to lose me? Give me average dedication. Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you that I'm out. Mm. Because I deserve your best. And you deserve my best. Mm -hmm. And judgment is going to allow us to both give our best. Because we know we are going to be judged mm -hmm. by what we do on a regular basis. And we welcome that. Our feet is under fire all the time. And that's what makes a healthy relationship. The fact that you know you can lose it just by making one weird move. Mm -hmm. You can lose it. That's a healthy relationship. Anything, all this other stuff you ride or die and you hear and all, that's not healthy relationship, that's maintaining. Yeah. That's because I love them so much, I'm not, that's when you love the person and not the principles. Mm -hmm. You fell in love with the person so you can't see yourself without that person. So you disregarded your principles you came in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. It's a big difference. And then you see 20 years in, you're, you're, you're a shell of yourself. You're looking in the mirror, you're, you're, you're older. And you're realizing like, damn, I done wasted this amount of years of my life. Complacency. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna be complacent. So I'd rather be single than be complacent. I want somebody who, when we wake up, that person puts the fire underneath my feet and at the same time, all the time, I know they're going to give me their best and I'm going to give them my best. Mm -hmm. Even when it's hard to give your best. So that's the bottom line on that. I mean, we got some more Facebook comments. Yeah, I read most of them, but she said knowing each other's personality is really important. Yeah. It is. And, it's, and, and revealing who you are is really important as well. Like Darrell being a person that doesn't, 
like to like you said you don't like you didn't like to argue you don't like you know people speaking to you in a certain tone cursing all that stuff that's important information for you to share with everyone you come into contact with personally definitely because that would gauge that that will allow a person to know whether they can really connect with you or not I think that's really important. It goes both ways. It goes, in order for me to know if you and I could, could connect, I need to know what you don't like either. So that we can see if we are aligned when it comes to communication and how in conflict and all that stuff that doesn't make us feel good. Definitely. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're relate, if your, your bottom line is a healthy relationship, then it has nothing to do with the two people involved as much as it has to do with the two people, the principles, the two people. The two, yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. That's going to be your health. Because when you don't want to get there, you set a bar to go running three miles. When you set that bar, you don't run, make it that three miles, you feel disappointment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how you should feel in your relationship. I wanted to honor, I want to wake up honoring this. That's why people lose their passion. That's why people lose their respect. That's why people, because they forget to, those are the things that allowed you to respect the person in the first place. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that allowed you to, you know what I'm saying, to have the passion, the romance for the person in the first place. When you look at people that start trying to tear those things down, they start shortcutting and taking, trying to take shortcuts. Then you see they're not ready for that long term. Because once you say I'm ready, you know that this is a lifelong commitment. It ain't a day thing. This ain't an hour thing. This ain't a month thing. This ain't a year thing. This is a lifelong commitment, whether it's with a friend or a partner. So I'm going to watch you. I'm going to show up for you when you having kids. I'm going to show up for you when you have a death. I'm going to show up for you. Like, I'm showing up for you one way or another. Once I'm like, we're not friends no more. We're not on, like, you can't expect anything from me anymore. If I give it to you, there's a lot of people that will hit you up, right? Like out of nowhere, show you some, show you some, some care, right? They'll say, okay, you know, I'm hitting him up. I want to make sure he's all right, but they're not dedicated every day. No. They're like family members. Mm-hmm. That's why we always say friendships and partnerships are, and when I mean partner, romantic partners are the foundation of your day today, because they're dedicated to you on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. There's somebody you, you're somebody they think about when they wake up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, this is what I'm saying. Like that's the understanding. And are you ready? That's what they say. Are you ready to lace up? Because we, we talk basketball, right? And if you're not ready to make it to the pros, you didn't put in the work. Mm-hmm. Like you still decided to to do what you wanted to do. I know I did. You know, I changed my career. So mm-hmm. I know I was still decent, you know what I mean? But I could have been better. So these are the things that you realize as you get older and you start taking accountability. You can look back on all the things that you did and then put work in. And then you know how it looks when somebody else is doing it to you. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so it is a it is a changing of a mentality. It's a changing mm-hmm. of a mentality like, the self, self, self-driven society we live in, we love is a group journey. We don't do the self thing. Are you ready? When you're going to get self-help, that's one thing. When you come in after you're done with helping yourself, what are you willing to give back to build a relationship and a healthy relationship with people that you want to build a healthy relationship with? And yeah. judgment is one of them. Judgment is, 
being raised to accept judgment. But we talked about the negative part of it. Judgment is also your attractive. Mm -hmm. That's a judgment. Judgment is also your great. That's a judgment. Judgment is also your consistent. That's a judgment. I'm glad you said that because, I mean, me probably being a victim of it, when you think of the word judgment, you think of negativity. You think of condemnation. You think of wrong you think of you know you think of you know some you know like you know like a red flag you don't think of judgment as being a positive definitely it's just a, it's just an assessment right it's an opinion and making a decision based on an assessment so every time i looked at yo homegirl look nice she good looking that was a judgment you know what i mean she speaks well that's a judgment she's dedicated that's a judgment Mm -hmm. All that, all that is bringing me closer to you. And then there's a lot of push and pull, right? Then, oh, but you know, she's so, she's so intelligent. She lies to herself all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> pushing me back. But I'm bringing it up. So I'm not pushed back. So I'm at a standstill because now I'm figuring out, should I push back, fall back, or should I move forward? Because is she going to say, okay, I'm going to have to change that. That's all we're doing on a regular basis. And that's what people fear, the day-to-day -day work. That's all we're doing. Me and Jerry argue all the time and we make decisions based on, can we be friends sometimes? Mm -hmm. Like that's what happens. And we gotta make a decision. Can we be friends? Can we continue doing this? Everybody talks about the years, but the years make or break you. Yeah, absolutely. I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, we've been together 20 years and I say, Okay, 20 years are great. That's good. 20 years of enduring bullshit is not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, how long are you going to endure this longer? Mm -hmm. There's uh, two different ways of doing 20 years. A 20-year bid and a 20-year commitment is two different things. Yeah. A bid, you feel kind of like you have to do it. And a lot of people talk themselves into they're doing God's work. You know, this is a marriage. I got to stay in it. I'm doing mm. God's work to death do us part. I'm like, what? I'm going to stay in a debt. That's a death relationship. You're already dead. You're already dead. You're dying. Because the person is not willing to put in the same work. Understand, both people said to death do us part. We forget one person. We, we always put the relationship on one person. That why you leave, you should have stuck by. What happened to the other person that also said that? They made a promise not to put a lot of dirt in the relationship. So if you're always cleaning up their dirt for 20 years, you got to really look in the mirror at your self-respect. Don't make you a soldier. Mm. These are the things you think about. I'm judging you. Once you tell me that I've been with you 20 years, I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want your relationship. Like, yeah. nobody know how. I'm judging you. I'm not telling my kid that they should do that. I'm like, yo, if you got to die single, die single. But at the same time, never leave with your self-respect. Go on the ground knowing what you look like. Because people can't find themselves. That's why mm -hmm. when we leave relationships, we feel so empty. Because mm -hmm. we, if we gave our all, you see people walk away and pick up a girl right after or pick up a man yeah. right after. You're like, damn, how you do that? Because mm -hmm. I gave my all, so I need to get back on track. Yeah, you need to recover. Now my group a little faster because I know what it takes, but at the same time, like I'm I'm hurt. 
There's not a time I'll, I'm in a relationship I'm not hurt if I lose it. I, I don't know what a booty call feel like. You know what I mean? I don't know what just having a roundabout friend feel like. I'm in your ear every five seconds. Like, let's let's do this together. So, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens. I mean, Jasmine just said something. Yeah, she said that um, when you build when you build into one and are held accountable from the judgments we created and essentially agreed to. So I mean, that's basically what we were just talking about. And she said, Aziz, in your words, no days off. Yes, yes, I would agree. But, but it's, it all starts, like we said, having that conversation from the very beginning. Set the tone of the relationship that you want. Um, see if the person that you're connecting with also believes in the same thing and then taking it from there. But like, if you're with someone that, that doesn't want to be judged or even if you, if I find, if I meet someone who is, a, is afraid to judge me, that's a, that's a red flag for me. Definitely. Definitely. So it starts off with that. Just, you know, we just distance ourselves from, you know, being cool with people due to that because they were, you know, like they were apprehensive about putting judgment out there. Yeah. Like put it out there. Like it's okay. We'll get through it. We're strong enough. You think I'm ugly? Hey. Like, <laughs> let's test whether I'm really vain or not. Mm -hmm. Like, being ugly is the only reason I want to be your friend. And, I mean, vanity is, is my title. I can deal with the fact that you don't find me attractive. I'm cool. We can move past that because I got more to me. You know what I mean? Like, there's more to me than just that. So I really believe in that type of, like, let's talk. Let's have a discussion. Let's talk about me stinking. Let's talk about everything. I don't have no problem. You only benefit in me telling me what's wrong with me. Yeah, absolutely. That's all. So that's how and, I'm holding it. And the thing is too, like when it doesn't come out, when you when you're not straightforward about it, it comes out in other ways. <laughs> and that when that cripples the relationship as well, because you know that they're really telling you how they truly feel about you and the way that they handle certain situations with you, how they deal with certain things with you. So I'd rather you pull the band-aid, tell me at the beginning, instead of it coming out in another way. Because so then you're looking at that person like you don't really trust that they're gonna be honest with you anyway. So Jerry, the first thing I just thought of when you said that as, as far as content ways is passive aggressiveness. I hate that. I can't stand it. Please be direct with me. Let me know what it is. I can't stand passive aggressiveness. I can't follow with it. Yeah. That's one of our pet peeves. We mm -hmm. we, did whole, we did a whole podcast on 20 questions, and that was one of the things we Yeah, passive aggressiveness. I hate all it. of us agreed on that. Passive aggressiveness. I'm getting mad right now, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, we I mean <laughs> we 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 all of us are passive aggressive at times. It's like Yeah, I agree. Aggressive as your your form of communication. It's different. Like I crack jokes passive aggressively. I'll I'll give I'll use it as a tactic to give you like we're in a group and I'm trying to like give you something quick that you only gonna get. I pass aggressively tell you it. You know, like we all use different tactics and that's one of the tactics. So nobody's exempt from certain things, but who you are as a person is what you show 85, 90% of the time. Like I'm a direct person. I think people can tell that from the gate. You know, but they know I use passive aggressiveness. They know I use other tactics that's going to, you know, align with that. Jasmine has a question for Darrell. Can you agree to disagree on passive aggressiveness? 
<laughs> Look, okay, so I fell in that trap. Hell no, you can't. No. So, so I, all right, okay. So I get where you're coming from. Definitely. When you have a conviction, it's non-negotiable. That's what we're saying in a nutshell. It's non-negotiable. You even yeah. agree. And when they say agree to disagree, we understand people are saying that we both can we both can move forward and we both can have if we both could have it, then let's just move forward. But we're talking about same destination things. Obviously, in certain instances you could agree to disagree. For the most part, I mean it shouldn't be a practice. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a common practice. So those are things we all need to think about. Those are things we all need to consider. Those are things we need to be convicted in. Because at the end of the day, when you're dealing with, we saying judgment always gets a bad rap because we hear a bunch of people and we hear it just floating. Like, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. We hear a bunch of friends saying that to each other. We see people playing with it. And we see, and it's just like, really, we gonna judge you. Like, it's, it's, it's a common theme. It's a common practice. And it's a healthy practice. Or people, or people hold them back because they think they're doing the other person a favor. Definitely. And I think that that's really important too. Like you're not doing me a favor by not being honest with me about what you really feel about what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it, it goes both ways. Like people should, you know, embrace being judged. People should be open with who they are. People should be open about what they want. And I think that if people were a little bit more honest in those areas, then they will pick, they will pick, more people that are more like-minded than the people that they usually are around. Yeah, definitely. And take our, don't take our advice believing you're going to get more friends. A thousand friends, no. By far. Like, that's true or not. No, not yeah. helping you become popular. Yeah, no. So anybody that's ready to really discuss, have these discussions, join the discussions, they listen to our podcast, come to our session, we let them know right off. You're not going to be well-liked. Yeah, it's not going to be what we're, we're, we're looking at, but you're going to mm-hmm. build healthy and equal relationships. And then doing that is going to take a grind. And then doing exactly. that, you're going to have to ask a lot of tough questions. And doing that, you're going to have to be in people's business. And doing that, and a lot of people are going to be on the defensive, and it's going to, you're going to lose a lot of people before you gain people. Well, yeah, it's going to feel horrible. It's like a new time. It's going to feel horrible before it feels better. <laughs> it's like shooting with your left hand when you were right. Yeah. It doesn't feel normal. Mm. You're used to a certain thing. You're used to a lot of bad habits. Right now, it's going to feel bad. It's going mm-hmm. to feel horrible. Well, yeah. I know who I'm talking to. So I, <laughs> I, know I know he knows. I'm he said who he knows he's talking to. I know what it yeah, is. a great analogy. Then you finally get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm saying that's where that's where we all need to understand. Like change is going to be a definite. But the whole point of a relationship is to maintain what you signed on for. So don't commit until the agreement is X in blood and you believe these things will help us flourish for a lifetime. Don't make short-term commitments. Make long-term agreements. And when you make long-term agreements, you spend a lifetime holding each other to those agreements. So everybody that's talking growth is about maintenance maintain the standard you came in don't go out the gate sending 10 dozens of flowers and come out the gate hard or showing up to all your friends events and don't come out the gate hard and you can't maintain that yeah give them a realistic understanding of where you're trying to go and the the time you can give them 
Give them a realistic understanding of where you want to go in your future. Give them a realistic understanding. That's why take time to be in a relationship. That's why mm -hmm. they say fools jump in. Because you should take time to be in a relationship. All these mo movies about the emotion allowing your your um, relationships to flourish, it's not going to be the case. Yeah. Principle. It's going to get you, you nowhere fast. For a little while, like, yeah, you're going to get to a point where sex lessens. Why? Mm -hmm. Because the physical... It's less about the physical and more about the spiritual. You get to a point where it's the spiritual portion of it feeds you enough where you're just like, we could have sex to show that we still are spiritually, still are spiritually connected, but you're really into the spiritual part of it. When you're with friends forever, you understand like, yo, you coming with your kids. Like we invited people places and they like, I gotta get a babysitter. We like, like why? <laughs> yeah. Like when you come, come with your kids. Why are we doing things that don't involve everything you come with? Yeah. Now, we have an adult time, I get it, here and there. But for the most part, it's an expectation. Yes, yes. Dale, nice to see you as well. Nice mm -hmm. to see you as well. I see you. But that's my expectation is for us to, you know, really be on the same page. And that's the destination. Love mm -hmm. is the destination. Yeah. On the prize put blinders on, they focus on the people you're committed to, don't sell them short by thinking that you're gonna, oh, I'm gonna go hang out with this person and think that it's not gonna cause you havoc in your relationship. The person mm -hmm. is not like-minded, there's gonna be three people looking at you like, okay, why are you around that person? They're not controlling you, they're holding you accountable. Yes, for who you, you say you are. Controlling things a little too loosely, they're holding you accountable. They are gonna tell you who you can hang out with, who you can be friends with. They are telling you that not because they're telling you it, but based on your principles, based on your agreement, based on the things you're already committed to, based on the fact that you have a child with them. Based, all them things come come about. When you're ready to be an adult, and when I heard you use the word adult to intelligent adults, when you're ready to use the word adult, understand that comes with understanding that responsibility is something you graduate to. And it is a duty. Mm -hmm. It's not just everything you want to do anymore. It's what's necessary to allow your relationships to flourish and having that priority. Like, oh boy, my relationship come first. People ask me to go play ball. I got to ask a few people before I can go. Yeah. People ask me to go out with them. I'm like, I got to ask a few people, make sure that they okay, make sure they're not doing certain things before I can move on. It's a, responsibi it's a responsibility. So, you know, this has been a segment on judgment. And I think it's important. <laughs> that people understand, like, go out in this world and allow the judgment, listen to the judgment. Yeah, provide your own feedback, embrace it, um, have those conversations, because if you are in a relationship and you're avoiding judgment, then you're probably, it's not, you're not gonna have the solid foundation that you that you say you want if you, if you continue to have relationships like that. Definitely, see if it's applicable. If it's not, move on. If it is, you know, accept it and, and make the changes. Mm -hmm. Judgment is supposed to change us to make us better. Even when you're getting, let's say, even when you're supposed to be going to jail, we could have a whole argument about the jail system. But even when you're supposed to, even when that's the case, you're supposed to do your time. You're being judged so you can be a better person. It's supposed about it's about being reformed. So understand, somebody's pointing something out to you so you can improve it, or they're pointing something out to you because they enjoy it about you. But it's all judgment. All right. So you know, it's been lovely. 
Yeah, check us out on, on accountablelove.com. We have, you know, our, our podcast, we have blogs um, on there. We have joined the discussion on there as well. Um, we go live every Monday, so tune in. I see a lot of people joined in at the end, so thank you guys for joining in. Um, just let us know if you guys have any topics that you want us to discuss. Hit us in the inbox. Um, that's it. See you guys next Monday. Definitely.